welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we talk about Blizzard and its games. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm the host. With me this week are two fantastic co-hosts. Uh, I would make the same Fantastic Four joke I make every week, but come on, it's lame at this point. First up, he does a lot of stuff for the site, and he never gets picked first, so he'll be surprised. It's Mitch. What's up, Mitch? Gasp, shock, and awe. Surprised indeed. Uh, what's new? Well, you know, the the whole Alpha thing dropped last week, and that was pretty cool. Um, obviously more Animal Crossing, because, you know, always. I don't think you can stop now, honestly. I can't. I am so close to having all of the animals be able to visit my campsite. You can dress up your animals. I know! It's so cool. Uh, also Monster Hunter, and then, you know, the General Blizzard stuff. So, yeah. not, not General Blizzard? Sorry. But... General Blizzard? Yeah, salute. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, yes, yeah. she spoke up during that, so we might as well get her introduced so she can contribute more freely. Uh, Anne Stickney. Anne, what have you been up to this week? You mentioned Animal Crossing. That kind of like summons me from the ether. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm contractually did, obligated. Did someone say Tom Nook is here? <laughs> Nobody likes Tom Nook. Oh, <laughs> he, owns, he owns my entire life. K.K. Slider, though. He's cool. Anyway, <laughs> what have I been up to? Alpha. A lot of Alpha. Um, not necessarily doing the quests in Alpha. Um, mostly I've been stealthing around on an assortment of rogues, screenshotting the entirety of everything that I can get to and falling through the world a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alpha. Yeah, Alpha's great. <laughs> it's for people wondering, um, generally speaking with no spoilers, we have two zones. There's like one alliance zone and one horde zone that is open right now. Um, the zones are not completely finished. There are still places that aren't textured yet and places where it's like, oh, there should probably be mobs here, but there aren't. There's there's like an extreme absence of any, any sort of life form yeah. in this area, and they're probably going to be something at some point. Um, so they're not, I mean, it doesn't look finished or polished, guys. It What's there and what's playable is really good. It's like beautiful scenery I, I love I love what the zones look like and everything um, I haven't been through all of the quests yet but the quests that I have done are great and that's giant all I'm... dinosaurs oh my god those things are so cool I think what's striking me right now and I mentioned this on my Twitter but I'll mention it here too do you remember way back when when I was talking about how one of the things that I missed from like vanilla World of Warcraft was the creep factor yeah. Like oh, I missed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I missed how creepy the Eastern and Western plague lands used to be. Like when you went there, you had this general sense of foreboding, like something terrible was going to happen. And it just, yeah, it was just really creepy. Um, and then when they did the Cataclysm revamp, they kind of took that out in favor of, oh, they're reclaiming the plague lands. And also here's a caravan full of friendly people to escort you around and you get to have Paladin Pals adventures, which wasn't bad. It's just it kind of negated the creep factor that used to be there. Uh, so far, Colteris has reintroduced that creep factor, like, in spades, okay? <laughs> I, I, and that makes me really want to do the zone. I, I Granted, at Horde side, I haven't done much. It could also be creepy, because, you know, blood trolls. And it is really also bad. creepy, it's, just it's from... It's creepy, but it's different. It's like, Colteris around. stuff, Colteris's creepiness feels, like, psychological in a way. Oh, it's, whereas... it's, it's the plague lands all over again, only amplified by is... 10, and I love it. <laughs> The Xandalar totally stuff, the Xandalar stuff feels very much like a splatter movie. Not gross, like oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. but it's awful stuff happens, and you're like, oh, what happened to all these people? <laughs> okay, yeah, that both of those sound like things I would 
very much love yeah so i need to actually go in and do more of the quests because i've only done i i've literally only done like maybe a handful of quests over in Drusvar, and i haven't done anything on horde side yet but um i'm hoping to kind of dedicate myself to exploring all of that and of course there's little references here and there and all over the place but the point is it's not finished it's definitely not finished there's a very limited amount that is open and available for play on the alpha servers but what is finished is really really good so i'm i'm excited <laughs> well since we've been talking about alpha this time we should probably move straight into some news stories and sure. one of those news stories is the alpha um one thing that happened over the past week or so was they've um been data mining this isn't story stuff so don't worry I've been data mining hunter changes and blizzard today just kind of actually it was technically it was yesterday but blizzard responded to the people having data mined it with a with an overall overview of what they're doing with hunter pets um one of the things they're doing is they're bringing back the uh the tenacity ferocity and cunning family like you know specializations that your pet will be instead of having those things be something you can spec your pet into like right now if you if you tame a cleft hoof and you want it to be a ferocity pet you can do that you can just spec it ferocity they're going to make those hardline restrictions again like like about half like one third of the pets will be ferocity one third of the pets will be tenacity and one third of the pets will be cunning but uh what they're changing is is that they're no longer will those pets, those families be hardline, your tank pet, so your tenacity, your DPS pet, so your ferocity, you want to go PvP, so you're cunning. They're going to, all pets will have the same baseline ability to tank and DPS, and then they'll have, for lack of a better word, um, unique abilities based on, like, what you spec into. I know that you play a hunter sometimes, and, like, have you got a chance to look at any of it? I haven't gotten a chance to look at any of it, but that kind of sound- well okay, so the reason the reason why they kind of moved away from that to begin with, like once upon a time, they moved away from that sort of thing was so that hunters didn't feel obligated to bring a certain kind of pet to like it kind of eliminated the whole it it's sort of like uh when you're choosing talents for a class, right? There's always that one talent that does more d p s and it may just be like a couple of percentage points more DPS, but because of that, if you're min-maxing, you take that talent, you feel obligated to take it, right? Yeah, I think there's yep. just Okay, so it used to work the same way with hunter pets, where it was like, this one pet does way more than these other pets do, so I have to go hunt down and tame that pet right there. And it kind of eliminates that choice that you have. You you can't You don't feel like when you're in a high-end rating situation or anything like that that you can go pick up whatever pet you want you need the ones that are going to do the best so when they made the changes initially like prior to legion and everything else it was to kind of eliminate that and let people choose what pets they wanted to bring and choose how their pets were going to go and what they were going to do and kind of opened up that avenue of choice all over again so a lot of people hunters are not particularly happy with these changes that are being proposed because it feels like we're kind of going backwards instead of going forwards. Although the more that you explain it, the more I'm like, well, well, the thing is, it's like when I read the post, I was looking at it cause I do play a hunter relatively frequently. I just don't, she's not my main. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I was thinking about is hello, Boeing. Um, I was thinking about when I was reading, it was, they basically made the point that people felt like if you're a high end raider, you felt the need to bring either a battle res pet or a bloodlust pet. Right. Those are the two pets. And one of them's a core hound and one of them's a spirit beast. So that's what you brought. If you didn't like have, so you felt like you were forced to be beast mastery to get that battle res pet, or you felt like you had to bring a core hound 
And that's what they want to get away from. And I, I understand that. That's cool and all. Um, and they've definitely wanted to change up how they're doing buffs. And they have one of the things that they've done is they've taken the re- battle res right out of the spirit beasts. They're gone. Uh, and I understand a lot of it, but it it's, doesn't feel like making making it so one third of all pets has bloodlust does not feel like it's necessarily the best change in my opinion. And the other stuff they set up, like the, 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 they haven't quite balanced them out yet so that taking a tenacity pet doesn't matter versus taking a, a ferocity pet because a tenacity pet still has 10% bonus health. And I'm sorry, if I have to choose between tanking pets and one of them automatically has 10% bonus health, you want the I'm one with going, the health bonus. Yeah, I'm going to take that one. So if, you're, if your goal is you can tank with any pet, no, man, I, I'm going to tank with the one that's got 10% more health. Like, that's that's I'm a no-brainer. I mean, I get why they're removing battle res from pets, because why shouldn't an animal be able to bring you back to life? That is just kind of a little odd when you think about it, like, outside if, if of the a, whole game mechanic extremely, context. It's an extremely cute dog. I'll go with it. But otherwise, no. It's licking your face. Come on, get up. Okay, I'll get up. Here, I tamed this basilisk. It's going to give you the kiss of life. No, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm up. I'm up. Please don't let the basilisk kiss. It's, it's, it's. I understand. I kind of get that. But the thing is, is like that battle reds thing was extra utility that hunters could bring to the table, and people liked having that extra utility. So I'm kind of a little bit about that. But yeah, it's still alpha, and there's still a lot to go before we yeah, see Yeah, that's it. the thing is, is that much like I said, you know, the zones aren't really. There are spots where you can tell that there's something that's supposed to go there. It's just not there yet, where things are kind of unfinished. All of these changes and everything that are being data mined, all of all of like the broadcast text and everything else that's <laughs> being like taken from the alpha. You have to understand that we're in the really early stages here, and none of this stuff may actually make it to live. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't, like, comment on it or critique it or anything. That's that's why it's alpha. That's why it's out. In fact, you want to, particularly in the case of stuff like severe class changes, like the stuff that's going on with the hunters, that kind of thing. Um, They want to hear feedback on it, and they want to know how people feel about it and they'll probably keep that under advisement while they're looking at how these changes actually work in practice, whether or not they perform up to what they would like them to do, that kind of thing. So don't get super bent out of shape here because nothing here is final. And if there's something in particular where you think, no, this isn't going to work correctly, offering constructive criticism is a lot more valuable than just saying, I don't like that, or, oh my gosh, I hate everything. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I'm that's leaving forever, whole, gone forever. That's the whole point of having the alpha and you know having the open discussions too, where right. you know, they're telling us all this stuff is because. And if you can communicate, if you can clearly communicate, not just that you're upset about something, but why something isn't working for you, or why something seems like it's a, like you know, just constructively put it out there and do so in reasonable words. Use your words like an adult. Don't throw a tantrum. Blizzard's far more likely to listen to stuff like that. You know, they are paying attention to this kind of thing, and they do yeah. they do pay attention to player feedback. I'm not necessarily super bent out of shape about the Hunter stuff, but I'm kind of, like, tentative, uh, giving it the side eye. And yeah, I want to see how it plays. Said. I want to see how it plays, like it actually plays out on yeah, Alpha. Yeah, me too, absolutely, yeah. I just, I think you were right when you said that it does kind of feel like a step back. 
It does a little bit. Yeah. It's like, and well, so, I thought you guys made those changes because we were moving away from that, and now you're kind of jumping a back lot of into it, it a little. A lot like, of it, like a half step. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on with it. It's weird. Well, one of the points they made was that they want to keep. They, right now, there's there's a less of a feeling of pet uniqueness. Like you want a cat, or you want like a a turtle, or whatever, and it doesn't matter. And I get that, and I understand that, like you know, vanilla. You had that very much a sense of, you know, oh, well, cats are very different from turtles. But what ends up happening in situations like that is everybody got the same cat in vanilla. Like everybody used this one cat. And for a little it's, while, they it's used not the- just it's not just, oh, cats do better than turtles. It's cats do better than turtles. But out of all of these cats, one of the cats is the fastest cat, which makes it the best one, which means yeah, everybody but- has to go find that one particular cat out in the desert in the barrens. Are we thinking yeah, the- of Ekayachi? Broken or- tooth. No, broken, tooth. broken tooth. Okay. Yeah, it's broken tooth. Wait, uh, that the was in the barrens, wasn't it? No. Yeah. No, broken tooth was the one kind of near um, Aldemon. Oh, you're you right. had to go out in the middle of nowhere to find it. Okay. I remember because so many hunters dragged me out in there. the Badlands. Okay, <laughs> but there was there was also like for a little while Lupos did extra shadow damage, so Lupos was the best thing. Yeah, and I, I, remember I always that. remember the rake in um like outside Thunderbluff. I remember yeah, that one. Yeah, the rake, the rake was a good one. Yeah, but and again, they they do. This is the thing I always want to say when I say this kind of stuff. Blizzard is aware of this, and they've even said, you know, we want to make it so that your pets don't have a DPS or tanking advantage. I feel like knowing what their goal is helps you to con- to contribute usefully when you're talking about it. If you look at what their goal is and you're like, well, if you're not – if you're going to make changes no matter what and this is what your goal is, what you're doing right now doesn't meet that goal is more useful than just, well, I hate it. And I do. I definitely think. And there offering is, a suggestion on what would help them meet that goal is even better. Like buffing. One of the things that I think is one of, one of the abilities is that Ferocity will be getting is three percent leech, which is weak because it's only three percent. It's also weak because it doesn't. Certain abilities won't be triggering it. Like for instance, Kill Command. You won't get any leech from your pet. Oh, when okay. Because I was going to say, if that comes from all damage, I would take the three percent leech. Are yeah, you kidding but me? It, it doesn't. <laughs> leech poison is my favorite on my rogue. <laughs> <laughs> leech right. is good, although it's it's certainly not as good as ten percent. Three percent leech, in my opinion, is not as good as ten percent health to you and your pet. Yeah. Which is what the tenacity pet gives you. I guess that's that's significantly better than three percent leech, even if it did count kill command. But th- all this is specifics. Uh, there's also other stuff to talk about in the alpha. One, besides data mine dialogue that we really can't talk about without spoiling. Wait, hold um, up. Perel and Austin, the chat channel said, "Don't forget the ZG bat and the frost wolf from AV." And I forgot both of those, but I remember now. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Ross. The, <laughs> the ZG bat was another one. Yeah, uh, the frost oh, wolf. Oh yeah, that, that thing was great. Anyway. Besides, besides the Hunter stuff, they did overall roll out a new, a new build um, fairly recently, and it basically changed attack power on weapons. Like, instead of abilities taking their, their uh, from weapon damage, they're now taking from attack power, which means that it's, it changes the way your weapon buffs you. Like, weapon damage is less important. It still will be important, obviously, for stuff like auto attacks, um, but it won't be as overwhelming. Like a, you won't automatically look at a higher DPS weapon and just take it. Even if the stats aren't ideal because you'll be getting more from attack power than you, than you currently are, which is a way to smooth out scaling a bit. I think it's part, it's part and parcel of the fact that we're getting weapons back and they want to fix some of the weird problems weapons have had in the past. Um, it's not I'm just not that sure we're getting to... weapons back. It's that we're getting weapons like plain weapons, weapons that we are going to want to upgrade at some point. We don't yeah, just have exactly. the same one through the entire expansion this time around. So, 
and also you, because leveling has been smoothed out to a degree, and there there's obviously uh, we haven't really talked much about the item squish in the expansion because we have no idea how it's going to actually play out. It hasn't but, felt weird so far. No, like, there's nothing I wrong with how it feels. I'm not arguing that at all. Yeah, no, mean, no, no, no. Yeah, we don't know how it's going to look. Like, uh, how is that going to work if you you know when you're level 20, 30, 40? We don't know, and we don't know. When you get your your level one ten character, when you when you starting on the alpha, you guys have both done it, you know, you get like a set of like one eighty gear. Yeah, yeah, it's completed, and it's it it feels. I didn't realize that at first until I tried to hit something and I saw the numbers that were flying up, and I'm like, wow, those <laughs> numbers are really small. Oh, item squish, level squish. Cool. Yeah, it's it's significant. It's much bigger than the warlords one was. It's well, warlords. the warlords was uh, it was a. It was like a number squish, but it wasn't a it wasn't an item level squish. It was a no. stat squish. This is a straight it's, up item. Yeah, squish. so it's it's different. But again, it you know like Anne said, Everything she didn't got... actually notice until she looked at the numbers. Because... Until well, when the first time I engaged in combat and I noticed that the numbers that were coming up were like three digits, I'm like, what's going on here? Oh, okay, we're all everything is squishy. And it wasn't yeah. just like me; it was like everything. Um, Ukami in the chat channel asked, "Do they give you the weapons at the beginning of the expansion since we're losing the artifacts?" We don't know what we're going to get weapon-wise um, right now on the alpha as it stands. When you create a character, you're creating a pre-made character, and they come with their own weapons already. Yeah, so, exactly. I don't and know it, what that process is going to be. Yeah, we we. It'll, my theory is it'll be an awful lot like when we we started in Legion and you start off with them giving you a weapon. I was going to say, probably, I'm going to guess that in the pre-expansion event, one of the rewards from the pre-expansion event is a new set of weapons. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it would, like, it would make sense. Like, they're, so they're you not aren't gonna leave going us out there with nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're but, not going to just give you nothing. But whatever it is, like, the weapons you start with... I, I'm hesitant to say this because I've only played a few classes. I've only played warriors, uh, shaman, and hunters on the alpha. But in my feeling, while some classes are a little bit better balanced than the others, I didn't feel like going out there I was getting destroyed by anything. I felt like I was competitive to, you know, reasonably strong within the gear I was in doing the quests. Yeah, I was killing stuff just fine. It was just um, if I accidentally stumbled into an area where six things were, like, beating on me at once there's no amount of evasion that can get you out of that vanish will though but <laughs> yeah that's I, I did feel like tanking specs were stronger than they had been in the past for leveling like i was doing reasonably good damage and i was staying up forever like when i was tanking i again i didn't do drifts far much i did do the the starting zandalar zone and nazmir i did that for like a couple hours uh, i felt like nazmir at least the mob density was such that if i did get four or five on me I could tank my way through it. If I was on a DPS spec, I needed a cooldown ready to go. So, but, yeah. To, one thing to keep in mind, though, is numbers tuning and ability tuning is almost always one of the last things oh, they yeah, do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, absolutely. Yeah. You are totally correct. They yeah, so, so when people are discussing this, like, you know, you, we, we all know, but, like... Um, it's, it's really early, it's, it's more, <laughs> yeah, the, the better kind of feedback to look for, or if you're watching someone, 
is it's not the numbers or the survivability. It's the feel of the class, in my opinion. Like, yeah, but there's a certain amount of truth. To well, yeah. If you're, if you're dying constantly, it doesn't you don't feel like anything. But yes, I feel like exactly, they've actually but... gotten it for for an alpha. They've already gotten it to the point where it feels okay. Like I didn't feel weak at any point. I didn't feel like throwing my keyboard away or getting I upset. Yeah, I That's didn't my feel point. like super OP or anything. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't feel like I was you know going out there in a paper bag with a toothpick no i absolutely got myself killed a few times um out i there did doing but stuff. it was mostly falling through scenery <laughs> i got myself killed because i very cockily ran up on something that turned out to be an old Whoops. and that was my own fault <laughs> i didn't know i i'll admit maybe i've gotten a little used to legion where i can do that where i can just rock up on an elite and say I, okay I, I did the same thing i didn't die but i got really close to dying and had to be very careful about like what i did for the remaining 75 percent of the fight because uh yeah I'm, i was the same way yeah, i rocked up on an elite and i didn't really know what i was doing and then i was like oh okay i'm dead all right well i won't do that again so yeah Again, numbers balance is not here. Purely just all I'm saying is it feels like they have thought about this stuff already. Um, this expansion, obviously, it's the most recent expansion. It's it's they have the benefit of having seen what worked and didn't work from every expansion they've done. And especially the last couple warlords had its problems like we've all talked about them, but it's leveling game was top notch and Legion did better. And I really yeah, feel and, like this expansion might be on par to do better. And, well, the did. thing yeah. is, they're they're also not aiming to make super sweeping changes like they did with Legion. Um, they're iterating on the Legion models for classes. Yeah, which yeah that's absolutely true. Also good. It's actually uh. kind of interesting because with Legion, we had this dramatic change where everybody was using one weapon throughout the course of the entire expansion, which was kind of its own little unique thing. And now they're having to step back and go, okay, that's off the table now let's go back and look at weapons in general <laughs> and, and offering a variety yeah. of weapons and what they do. And, you know, it's like they have to go back to that. But I don't think, I mean, talents are kind of getting, um, for people that enjoyed various artifact abilities, uh, those abilities, some of them are getting baked in to yeah, I was, talents and th things like that. That was something a couple of weeks ago I commented that I did not think Shadow would be getting Void Torrent because it's something specifically tied to the weapon but it's a talent now so i was wrong about that it, now yeah. keep in I, mind that these are like early iterations yeah of it. yeah 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 we've but already there had, are some... had here switched around so between right. like builds one and two and there are there are some classes that are getting artifact traits that are going to get baked in there are some classes and specs that are going to get um legendary effects like effects from various legendary items that you picked up throughout Legion, those are being baked yeah. in oh. as like talents I can, and stuff I can like specifically that. say that Warriors got one of each. Uh, Arms has both Sudden Death, which is an ability which we had before that they put on a ring in uh, Legion. It was a legendary ring. We get that back as a talent. And we get a talent that changes uh, Colossus Strike to Warbringer, which is the Arms artifact big button. Uh, we can get that now, so it's it's basically AOE Colossus Smash. So yeah, right now are... for um, Assassination Rogues, the effect that you get from Mantle the Master Assassin, it's one of the legendaries you can pick up. It's a very good legendary. Um, the equip on it, though, it's while stealth is active and for five seconds after breaking it, your critical strike chance is increased by 100%. That's actually a new assassination talent now. Um, the other thing, the artifact 
artifact trait bag of tricks, the ones that makes, um, it's, I think, Envenom and Rupture both have a chance to smash a vial of poison at the target's location, which is why every <laughs> once in a while, if you see a rogue out there and there's like this green pool that just goes, that's, that's what that is. It's an artifact trait. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a new talent now. It's called Poison Bomb, which is great and I took it because I really like that fact. <laughs> um, My only sadness is that I can't take a talent that will make trolls just run away from me screaming in old dungeons. <laughs> yeah. For uh for Outlaw, the artifact trait loaded dice, um that's the one that when you activate adrenaline rush it causes your next slice and dice to be um no wait. What does loaded dice do? I think it's roll the bones, but I'm not sure. It might be slice and dice. I don't know. But the thing is, is like it's an artifact trait, but it's gone to the talent tree. Um, I haven't checked out subtlety to see if anything has changed on that one. Um, keep in mind that on my rogue, I play assassination pretty exclusively, so I'm more familiar with what's going on on that end of the spectrum than the other two specs. But there's a whole mess of them. I think Wowhead has a post about um, the ones that are baked in right now, the ones that are being baked in right now. Yeah, and there's also a post on our website about shadow priests. Yeah, sure. but there's also like, someone. Yeah, this is just like um, artifact traits and legendaries, uh, like legendary effects that are being baked yeah. in. And that list is by no means complete, nor is it accurate. It is alpha again. You know, <laughs> it feels like we have to say this every time, but it is alpha and it's early alpha. So whether or not that goes to live, don't know yet. Yeah, there's also um they they talked about it at this at uh, BlizzCon. So we, before we talk about it though, honestly, we should probably break away real quick, and and you should probably do some talking. Oh, hey, so you guys, this month is February, obviously. It's also the month where we celebrated our three-year anniversary over here at Blizzard Watch. And as a result, we released a new anniversary t-shirt with the Phoenix on it, designed by Noxie Chu. That one is available for purchase and still available for purchase for about mm, another week or so. Uh, you can get that by going to teespring.com slash bw-year-three, and that's the number three. Again, these are available for like a limited time, and I think there's like about eight days left on the sale or something like that. So if you want to pick one of those up, be sure to pick it up because limited time, third anniversary. Yay. And once again, thanks for all the support, guys. We appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Ann. Um, we should probably keep talking about the alpha a little bit longer because one of the things we haven't talked about, and this is something that was at BlizzCon, is buffs coming back to classes. Um, at BlizzCon, they had a huge list of every buff from every class they were going to put in. Yeah. Right now on the alpha, they have not done that. They have put in some buffs. They have what looks like a three a three buff system where right now three classes have group buffs and then two classes have enemy debuffs. Okay. Um, those classes... Those classes are rogues get a debuff they can put on a target that increases physical damage it takes. I believe it's a 5% de- increase in physical damage. Uh, demon hunters have a, a similar Wait, thing. Wait, so that we they get put... expose armor back? Yes, exactly. Okay. That's even... okay. uh, r- uh, demon hunters get chaos brand, which is exactly the same except for magic damage. Uh, it does 5% physical damage to a target. It just increases the, the amount of damage they take. It doesn't do anything okay so rogues have rogues have physical damage demon hunters have magic damage yes wasn't that a warlock thing though yes they took it away from warlocks and gave it to demon (laughs) come on guys do you really have to kick the warlocks even more give them the point 
the point the post made though was that warlocks don't need the help. Was <laughs> essentially warlocks co- get brought to groups for tons of reasons, and they don't. They honestly don't need Chaos Brand. So okay, I know I, that I they get don't that, need but... it per se, but it's still it's like another kick in the gut. Come on, guys. Warlocks got to stop being so awesome if they don't want to get their stuff taken from them. Oh, <laughs> oh, they're they're working their ways towards not being awesome. Blizzard's helping them there, but uh. Also, they also have three group buffs that that uh, they also will have. Um, one of them is basically Power Word Fort. Uh, it's back. It's exactly the same. It's just straight up 10% stamina. Diamond, yay. Yeah. Um, the other is there's Power, no, there's Power Word Fort from Priests. Warriors get uh, Battle Shout, which is roughly the same. It's, it's strength and agility. It's like 10% strength and agility, but it's to everybody around them rather than a buff they put on people. So you still can't, a warrior still can't, you know, just battle shout you. They have to just do battle shout. And you have to be Wait in a group a minute. with them. Wait a minute. You said three, right? Yeah. The third Does that one mean is, druids not getting paw? That means druids are not getting paw. Oh, come on. Druids do not get paw. Uh, I was mages, so excited about paw coming back, you guys. Mages get arcane intellect, which is, you know, okay, the flat temp intellect. In- and uh, inscription, if you're an inscriptionist right now, a scribe. You get to make um, war scrolls of fortitude, uh, intellect, and battle shout, and they give like seven percent of the same buff rather than ten percent that the buff itself is. So your inscription person will be bringing along the backup in case you don't have any priests, uh, any warriors, or any um, mages to to give those buffs to people. So that's where it stands right now. There's Yay, there's no inscription finally has something relevant to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly. <laughs> I feel like it would be kind of cool if they gave druids um, paw back and made it like a flat five percent of like a, like a I don't know how to put this like if we have inscription giving you seven percent of one of those buffs it would be kind of cool if Mark of the Wild was five percent of all of those buffs like if it was five percent int five percent stamina and five percent strength or agility. That way, it wouldn't be oversha- It wouldn't overshadow anything. Like it wouldn't even overshadow inscription. But it'd be a good backup if you just didn't have anybody else who could do it. It'd also and be then- kind of cool because you could get all three. Of- but the thing is, is like, what if you have a druid that has the five percent buff to all three, right? And then you have a mage with you that has the ten percent intellect. Would the mage's buff override the druid's buff? Yeah, you'd ob- yeah, obviously you'd want it. To- then you still would- wouldn't have fort, and you wouldn't have battle shout. No, I would just want it to override the stuff that it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd still have the strength and agility and... That int- seems kind of technically complex, but I could see it working. The other thing that I would say is if you're doing Mark of the Wild, do something like, oh, something that reduces damage taken. So it would be just like be nice 5%. to see that one. Of, of the, all the groups, the, the ones I've, I've seen be the most upset about the change are Paladins, Druids, and Warlocks. Warlocks for obvious reasons, and guys, <laughs> we get it, we understand, um... We get it. Blizzard, yeah. not so much. Paladins. Some paladins miss being buff bots. I know it sounds weird, like because it's been so long. I since liked before. having a paladin buff bot along. I liked I, asking them. I did not them like having for... to have pally power. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made them feel it. You know, it's kind of obligatory. You needed the paladin to come along so that you had that particular blessing or whatever. But at the same time. Stripping yeah, I, them of it entirely is kind of like no, eh. I, yeah. Don't strip it entirely. It's just having to have pally power to make sense of it was annoying. I, I feel like th- there are paladins who certainly would never want to go back to those days. But at the same time, the idea of getting really king's might 
all of it being gone kind of doesn't it does it's weird like right now i'm I'm leveling a paladin i'm leveling a light forge because it felt weird to roll anything else but paladin on them to be honest with you so i did i mean i could have rolled a priest and immediately gone shadow and just confused everyone <laughs> but i didn't um because i'm a good person yeah. uh but i went warrior because i didn't want another priest and i really didn't want to play a paladin I'm yeah, sorry the to the is, paladins out there. I, I do I, have like a I level 100 paladin. I just haven't played it. I don't know what they did to paladins, but I'm actually enjoying this one. Some, like, he's so someone in chat is uh, Peace Peace Blom the Warlock says the ret community is annoyed because they've not been listening regarding holy power rather than buffs. I don't I don't play my pally often enough to know what the issue with holy power is, but holy power is a really strange. Uh, it, 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 uh, it's hard to use. I don't like it's it. It's annoying. But, okay. It's kind of like it's kind of like if you took um, combo points and made it just three of them instead of it's six. It's this thing and that they did in Legion, and they did it with every class. And I actually thought it was kind of nice initially when they first did it, because particularly for classes like um, Shaman, where it was like, oh, you have a Maelstrom Builder, and then you have a Maelstrom Spender. Well, it made it easy for me because I've been playing a rogue for so long. It's like, oh, okay, so it's just like building combo points and then spending combo points. Only everybody has that with a different, slightly different format now. So that means that logistically speaking, I could go in and play pretty much any class I wanted to because I just get it automatically. Okay, you build something then you spend something. That's what I've been doing all along, right? Yeah, that's why yeah. warriors are cool because they don't have that. <laughs> well, some Shadow classes, had that for a little while. Some classes it works and some classes it doesn't. And as far as like paladins go, they got holy power. Holy power was added back in, was it Wrath or Burning Crusade? I can't remember. It wasn't Burning Crusade. It was definitely not. It might have been Wrath. I don't know. Maybe Cataclysm? Just... Was it Cataclysm? Mm-hmm. Could be if Alex were here, he'd know because that's when he stopped liking the class. Someone so. said that it's been around since like Cataclysm. I it might have been Wrath that I think it was added late in Wrath because I remember Peace Bomb is uh, saying Cataclysm because yeah. they had that big old rework in Cataclysm for a bunch of different classes. Um, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't Wrath because I knew Paladin. Well, tanks, I, they were it might have been back it, then. It might have been in the pre-patch um, for. Well, when they when they introduced holy power, I remember that a lot of people were really upset by the method of it because it took the paladin from being the class that it had been through all these prior expansions and things to a class that was building and spending resources, sort of like combo points or whatever. And everybody was like, "Why did you do that? We didn't need that." <laughs> okay, let's face it, though, paladins are a different thing every expansion. They are, and whatever I just they... wish that they would settle on something good you know whatever they are right now i gotta say i'm enjoying it i I like playing it i got my character up to 40 in like a day like a day and a half so yeah you can keep being that paladins you just stay that don't do anything else ralinost warriors do in fact have a resource to spend they've got rage as yeah, but it doesn't, I know. it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work, it doesn't work the same way because with with rogues, the way it works with rogues is you have an energy bar and you use the energy bar to do abilities. One of the abilities will give you combo points. The other abilities will finish off the combo points. And it's it's a combination of combo points and energy. It's that kind of a system with warriors. The more you get hit, the more your rage goes up. It's a different no, kind of no, thing entirely. That's isn't only, it? That's only prot. That's only. Oh, prot. is that only prot? OK. Yeah. I um, have no idea wh- how the other ones work because I haven't played yeah. my light force yet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way rage, we're kind of getting off track. The point is that buffs have been changed as well, and they they're still in alpha. But we'll see what they end up with. I feel like at this point we have to move on to some other news because we've been talking about the alpha for almost forty minutes. Oh yeah, um, we should. <laughs> so, uh, new dog mount is very cute. I got my wife one. 
it's awesome. I kind of wish I could have got myself one, but money is tight, so I just got it for the person who matters. I wish I could and get the cute. dog, but I can't. The yeah. dog costs it, it, money, and I can't afford the dog. Yeah, so. <laughs> same here. What is, as much as I would what like is him. Name? What is his name? Because that's the one thing I keep forgetting. Shuzen. It's Shuzen. Shuzen is the most adorable thing. I mean, it. They they did a thing where they made it even fluffier, and then they had to dial back the fluffy because it was actually swallowing people. Well, here's what happened, right? Okay, so when they introduced the dog on certain classes, like on, oh, I don't know, gnomes and goblins, it looked appropriately big and bulky, but on larger classes like Draenei and Torin, it looked comically small. So they decided that they would go, well, Blizzard looked at it and they said, yeah, actually that is kind of small. So they just increased his size by 30%, like increased the model size. I think what happened was they increased the model size, but it didn't really do anything to the spot where the 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 rider is anchored in the I, model. I, real quick, I believe the words were that they actually floof. increased the floof. Yes. They increased the floof by 30%. I'm speaking in technical terms. I'm sorry. Anyway. Uh, those were the technical terms they so gave. So they, they added so, so much floof <laughs> that there was a lot of clipping going on and there were models that were actually getting swallowed by the mount <laughs> because it still, was just it was just an increased model set. So they reduced it back down again and they're working on a solution which I'm assuming involves moving that anchor point where the model sits um they haven't introduced that yet but it is something that they're working on it's it's in flux though so there's a floof flux happening right now there's a there's a flux of floof i just think this is one of the better mounts they've done and i'm glad that they for when they first data mined it nobody knew how we were going to get it Mm -hmm. like it was being offered as a as a promotional item there were some people that were kind of complaining about it because apparently just because it's another store mount you guys we don't get the store mounts very often and the thing is is this mount was actually introduced um for uh what is it like east asia the year of the dog over in year year of the dog the whole that whole celebration thing that's going on on that continent in that area of the world they get it I think it's like if they purchase a six-month subscription to WoW, then they get yep. them out for free. And a lot of people were complaining about that because they're like, it's a free belt for them. I'm like, no, it's not free. They have to buy six months of game time to get it. Trust me. Yeah, that is I, not every free. Every time I look at my Tyrael's charger, I realize that I did not get a free mount. <laughs> that, that, that is was, not that free. Was, that kind of confused me when people were saying it. Like... It's it's not if you already have six months paid. Like you have to add six months. You have on to actually purchase right it outright. So and the other thing is, last year they did the same thing for a year of the rooster. Only the mount that they gave away was the giant rooster egg that we've had out here like forever because it was that uh, TCG the mount card game one. Yeah, it was the card game. Yeah, mount. okay. They just they just said okay, we're gonna go ahead and put that in as year of the rooster bonus thing. You guys can get it if you want to. So, um. By all rights, they could have just like skipped giving us this mount entirely because <laughs> it has nothing to do with our region whatsoever. It's like a regional thing. Um, and instead they said, okay, we'll go ahead and give it to you as a store mount since you guys like this. I don't have a problem with that. I do not have a problem with it. I don't. Yeah, see, I'm, I can't really afford to buy another one. And I only, I basically justified the one I got as a Valentine's Day present. It's not that I can afford it, but. I like that there are some store mounts because I don't have to worry about how to get them. You know, if I really want it, I'll make, I'll scrape up the money. And if not, cool. I don't have to worry about it. It's, 
I get that you don't want every mount to be that way. Some mounts should just be achievable in game. Some mounts should be gotten through they, like other things. I think that they've but. had a nice balance where, yes, they do introduce a store mount every now and again, but it's not like we're getting a new store. Ooh, buy this mount for cash mount every three weeks or something. It's like maybe once or twice a year. And that's, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I need a Valentine I, I mean, to buy me the dog. <laughs> I you can go once you give me the dog. I would like it if there were like the dog model is unique, and I would like it if there were in-game models that were unique in the same way. Like um, the, uh, the the Throne of Thunder challenge, Throne of Thunder raid challenge one. I think that is the only Teradax mount in-game. And that's not a purchasable mm-hmm. one. I would like more things like that. They might be adding a Teradax in the next expansion. But Probably. point being, for a long time, that was the only way to get a Teradax mount. It wasn't with money, and it was a unique mount model. And I think I would like a mix of both rather than most unique models or store. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't mind when they do the store mounts because they just, they don't, it's not like they're oversaturating us with all of these things, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I, I don't mind the store mounts. I just, I want more unique mounts that are also in-game, too. Yeah. See, I, I'm also going to just say this. Did you guys read the backstory on this mount yet? Yes. Yeah, it was pretty the, cool. That is the coolest thing, and I wish they'd been like a cinematic for it or something. I wish they could, because it, it actually made me feel better about the fact that we left Pandaria in ruins. <laughs> You know, well, place is pretty shock corrupted around here. I got to go. That tree over there is supposed to fix everything. So we'll talk to you guys later. Good job. He's he's a very good doggo. Yes, he's a good dog. Uh, all right. We should probably keep going. Um, also this week, uh, I guess it's actually this weekend. So even if you're hearing this a few days down the road, you'll you'll get to do this. It's a free to play weekend for Overwatch. Am I correct on this? Yes. Yep. Is that just it or is there anything else going on? Uh, they just put some PTR stuff out, and, um... The P- yeah, the PTR stuff is is a little bit different. So, the last patch that they did, the Year of the Dog patch, it accidentally introduced some changes that weren't intended to hit live servers. They were meant for the PTR. <laughs> and the, that was I think in... the only ones that are on the PTR, the somber ones were the only ones that went live, and the PTR has the no, somber there was plus also, a No, there was also one with Doomfist that went live, too. Oh, there was? Yeah, okay. uh, people noticed it. They were like, wow, his ammo is, he's like... Oh, reloading okay. faster. Yeah, yeah. Why is he doing that? And then they changed it because, again, that was meant for the PTR. But there's there's three different things in particular that they're looking at here. And one of them is May, which I didn't realize that there were any changes to May. I don't know if that one got pushed, I accidentally think, pushed live or not. I don't think that one was accidentally pushed live. It was something that they mentioned when they were talking about all the different changes that were coming in the future. Yeah. So what's going on with May is that the the duration of her freeze is going up from one second to 1.5 seconds and that's specifically to give her more of a chance to actually freeze enemies that are more mobile than she is because at right now as it stands when she goes to freeze somebody if they make it around a corner or something like that then it's lost um and for for heroes that move I, want, I keep wanting to say enemies and no they're all heroes anyway uh <laughs> heroes like genji or like tracer they move really quick so the chances of her actually like being able to pull off the freeze before it expires it's very slim so they're hoping so that this will help affect uh, help affect that is the duration like once they actually get frozen in place though is that duration the same or is like because she has to essentially channel a freeze on them for you know x amount of seconds before they freeze freeze right is is this just the 
It's the channel, time I think. In... Okay, so it's once they're frozen, they're frozen for the same amount of time. Once they're frozen, they're frozen for the same amount of time and everything. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that they're doing, um, she's getting a few more shots with her icicle on the endothermic blaster with her ult. Um, and oh. that should give her a couple more chances to pull off a headshot again on those enemies that move very fast. I believe Jeff in the, devel- in the developer update, he said, <laughs> it'll give her more of a chance to get a headshot on Tracer. I'm like... Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen sometimes. I've seen it in the Overwatch League. It was very impressive. Anyway, uh, oh, the other thing that horrible. people noticed, like I said, uh, they were saying that Doomfist was re- reloading ammo faster. He doesn't actually do a reload thing. What he has is it's an ammo recovery rate, like he's constantly recharging his ammo or whatever. And they bumped up the speed of that a little bit to kind of work with the changes that they had already made to his hand cannon, where it was like it fires more but it does less damage so the overall effect is the same it just feels smoother to be playing him the sombra stuff though is the stuff that everybody was going on and on about because they didn't know what was happening <laughs> yeah her, her stuff is pretty pretty big compared There's to the some, others yeah she's got some major changes one of them is the biggest change like the biggest change across the board her ult charge isn't going to be affected by hacked health packs anymore it's just going to be a ch- going to be affected by her damage done and it's because they were looking at Sombra and realizing that her ult was charging a lot faster in comparison to everybody else's so they kind of wanted to even that out and put her back on heal with everybody else um which is understandable that's okay but the other thing that they're looking at is they're looking at some potential changes to hack itself so hack time has actually been sped up and the developers are playing around right now with what abilities what hero abilities hack actually affects um some of the ones that jeff listed off as examples was genji's double jump they want her hack they're thinking about having her hack disable genji's double jump or disabling farah's hover jets this is all experimental (laughs) i'm gonna like preface it with that this is all experimental this may not even make it to live servers it's stuff that they're playing with and they're putting it on the ptr so that people can play with it as well and give their feedback on it um so don't get too worked up about somber stuff because again it's it's an experimental thing it's stuff that they're working on um but i would there was a There, there's a whole post, like, you know, when they were talking about these, Hanzo is on the list. I think Torbjorn and a couple others are also on the list of... Yeah, but Hanzo's not actually... Um, Hanzo no, no, is it's... not not going to the PTR at all. No, 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 no. But the, the, the thing I was getting to was that the changes, when they talk about, you know, Hanzo getting changes, they talk about the process that they've gone through internally. Yeah. And it it's actually really interesting to see what they've tried and what has and hasn't worked or in this case mostly what hasn't worked you know one of the things they listed was like not having scatter arrow bounce off the ground anymore um having like a one of the things yeah the piercing shot that went through barriers (laughs) yeah but like that's that's sort of what it i think they're doing with sombra here is is um like those were the internal changes to hanzo but sombra you know i'm sure they've done internal ones as well but it's more along the lines of what's going to work what's not going to work and it's if you like that sort of stuff, the background information on Hanzo, I just found fascinating to see what they've done and why it didn't work and what they were willing to try. Yeah, what they went into kind of crazy. What they went into, um, Jeff Goodman, he went into it on a post on the forums, um, and he went into changes that they were thinking about doing with Hanzo and the stuff that they had already experimented with and why they decided not to go with it. Jeff actually in the developer update he talks about 
this a little bit too. Um, he also mentions that there are some other heroes that they are looking at. Symmetra is one of them. Torbjorn is another one of them. Um, there's no mention whatsoever as to what kind of changes they're looking at as of yet. It's just I'm, these I'm guys really are on the horizon. Torbjorn. <laughs> Torbjorn, yeah, I'm kind of curious about Torbjorn. I'm also curious about Symmetra, honestly. Um, you don't see yeah. Symmetra in competitive play at all. Uh, I don't. I don't think I saw her once during stage one of the Overwatch League. <laughs> I don't think I saw her at all. And you know, there are reasons for everything. There's obviously a meta that people like to play around with, and there are heroes that work really, really well in competition. There are ones that don't work at all. Symmetra is one of those ones that doesn't really work at all. Um, I I did see T- Torbjorn used a couple of times, um, particularly on Numbani, yeah. because he works really well on that map, but. Symmetra didn't really get any play. So I'm interested to see what they do with her. Yeah, it's also, you know, mostly because the Torbjorn main thing main thing is a meme-ish thing at this point. So yes, it is. <laughs> I, I'm, them adjusting Torbjorn and Hanzo both feel like um, they could be interesting shifts. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, a lot of the things that I look forward to when they do stuff like this is uh, particularly with Overwatch League going on as it has. Did we talk about that? No, because did they did they crown the winner last week before or after the podcast? It was after the podcast, right? I, no. I think it was after. The, I, I haven't been keeping up with the Overwatch League as much okay, as Okay, so have. they had HGC, stage one. But... Stage one finished and ended, I think, uh, London. London ended up taking stage one. So stage two is going to start, but it doesn't start for another couple. Of, I think it starts on the 24th. So we got a couple okay. of weeks here break in between before the Overwatch League kicks up again. But um, there have been some trades going on that people are still paying attention to. The trade window is not closed just as of yet. So um, I guess people are still keeping an eye on that. And we will, you know, we'll be we'll have Anna go over all of the trades and the changes and everything else once it's all been solidified and finalized. But um, there's well, there's been some the, the big players changing was, uh... hands. Yeah. Yeah, the big one was I don't is it Gaguri? I I don't know how I to say it Gaguri. exactly. I think it's Gaguri. Yeah, um, joined Shanghai. Um, Shanghai and that, Dragons. Yeah, and that that has been kind of like rumors floating around that. Um, it's yeah. just she's she's a really good player, and I think she is she's definitely the first female player in the Overwatch League, and at this point only correct. I don't know if anybody else picked up any women or not. Um, I but, know that the Dragons picked her up, which I'm really happy about because they need a good tank, and she's a hell of a tank player. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of in terms of the pickups. Like, you know, there mm-hmm. there have been plenty of trades and stuff, and you know, not to undermine any of that, but that was that was one of the things people have been kind of keeping an eye out because there was a rumor floating around um, that that was going to happen, and it officially became announced. It was officially announced yesterday, I think. I think it was last night, if yeah. I remember correctly. I'm really excited, though. Um, I'm excited, actually. Uh, that's not the only player. The Dragons picked up a couple of good players, and I'm um, like two or three, I think, new players on their roster. So I'm really excited to see. Because they, they went through all the stage. I don't think they won a single matchup in stage one. And I would like yeah. to see them come back with a vengeance <laughs> and actually get some stuff done because they're... They're, they are the underdogiest of the underdogs, and I would like to see them do well. <laughs> so I'm hoping that the trades... I always love watching underdogs. I do, ass, too. Like I do, too. And the on. thing is, is like they try so hard, and they do so good. It's just not quite good enough. So I'm hoping that maybe the new acquisitions that they've gotten, the new players that they've got on their roster, that'll go ahead and maybe bump them up, give them the edge that they need to actually start winning matches and dominating. Because I think they can. 
I think they can. They just need to yeah. get their stuff together, practice, win. Houston surprised everyone, right? Like, didn't Houston do really well? Houston did amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one really expected that. Well, maybe a couple people did, but it was one of the, the surprises, which I just, that's, I don't know, one of my favorite parts about watching esports is seeing who can surprise us. Yeah. And this is only stage one. So, I mean... Yeah. I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season plays out when stage two again that starts on I believe it's February 24th so that should be a good time can't wait to see what's going to go down okay well uh wanted to mention this really fast before we go because we're pretty much out of show here uh <laughs> heroes heroes is going to get blaze in this free rotation this week is that correct am I right on this one uh, he should already be in the free rotation, I think. And, as uh, and what Maev was last week? She was released last week. Um, and then she was week. also subsequently nerfed. I can't remember if it was before the show or not, but yeah, it was, she... it was, we didn't talk about her getting nerfed. We actually said, yeah. she, I believe the exact words out of Anne's mouth were, she's going to get nerfed. And then she got nerfed. Well, that, that and, but that was the thing. Like she got nerfed way quicker. Well, I know when she was released, she was released with less armor than she had when she was on the PTR. Was there further nerfs after that? Oh, yeah. So she she had more armor on the PTR. Um, It got nerfed before she went live. It got nerfed by five. Uh, And then two days later, which is, again, you know, it's not unusual to get nerfed. It's a little unusual to get nerfed two days later. Um, I think that armor is gone completely. Um, and they reworked some of her talents. They removed. Look, she was massive OP. I'm oh, and saying. she is still really strong. Um, it's just it's funny to see that she's been getting nerfed uh, as quickly as she has, and what they're doing about it, and how strong she still is. But yeah, she came out last week, has been nerfed. Blazes on the free rotation this week. Um, you know, if you haven't tried him, I think he's a lot of fun. We're seeing him more in HGC as well because. Uh, they were they were playing the first couple of weeks were playing on the blaze patch but without him enabled and once he got enabled i don't th- he's not being played as much as the other tanks but he's being played enough that it's not like um I'm trying to think if there's any tanks you haven't really seen a whole lot of diva i think but yeah he's been played a decent amount all right that's cool i think uh, they just last... had some hot fixes released today too didn't they Mitch yeah it was a, it was a bug fix patch though i don't think it was any nerfs uh Ralinost, um no, she got changes two days after. Like, she did get changes before going live, you know, from PTR to live. Are you live. talking about Maev? Yes, okay. but she she did get changes two days later because she has no armor uh, as a baseline anymore. All right. Um, also, one last thing before we go. Um, I wanted to mention that the Diablo Season 13 is going to be on the 23rd, I believe. Um, that's coming out. Friday. Yeah, it's coming out next week. And so if you've if you're a season player, like, you know, I am, you want to get ready for this one. Uh, I I got started in season twelve real late this year. I just I started it and then I didn't do anything and then I had to Did go you and get restart the rewards? it. I didn't get the season the chapter five. I didn't get the Slayer achievement, so I didn't get my extra tab. So I'm still down two tabs. I, I still can I still can get two. Okay. Uh, that was my mistake. That the, that's the stuff where you have to do like greater rift 70 alone or do it do this kill this boss on torment 13 so it's it does require you to be kind of playing throughout the season to really you want to get leveled up fast so you can really grind out gear and get your paragon levels because it's doing this stuff stuff, in other words torment 13 requires you to at least be i'd say paragon 300 with some decent gear okay uh which is doable it's it's achievable (laughs) season um but it's it's not super easy 
Uh, but everything else I got, I got my armor, I got the stuff like that. And this season, it's going to have some really cool stuff. Uh, it's got uh, one of the things it's got is a a, board, an, a a border thing for your your portrait that's based around Imperius looks, which Ooh. to me is strange because hmm. on the one hand, Imperius is such a jerk um, that I cannot. But stand he looks him. so cool. Yeah, he does. He has an awesome color palette. I'd love a set of armor that was patterned after his color that he has a great color look that weapon he gets is really cool too. I'd love to see stuff like that drop. Um, there's also, you know, there's an, there's an evil teddy bear, um, like called Bane's bear. And it's essentially a blood smeared teddy bear with like a knife in its hand. That's definitely- oh yeah. That thing looks so cool. The murder bear. And, yeah. The yeah murder bear. I want it, that. in wow. It looks like so a the star of a slasher film that they made in the nineties that I just missed somehow. Like, like, you know, <laughs> A Chucky competitor because that thing is creepy as heck. Um, so that's that'll be a cool pet to have behind me picking up all the stuff while I kill things. Yeah, I, I, I wait, I wait, wait. So it's a pet. Yeah, it's a pet. So it's an it ambulatory you. murder bear. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It, it oh your, boy. With, with like knives for hands or like knives on its. It's, I don't know. Yeah, okay, it's, this it's, sounds really it's covered, cool. It's covered in blood. I, yeah. I, gotta I might find have a to check out it's, Diablo again. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> the, the various, you know, the sets are all back again. This time it's it's different ones. So if you're collecting set looks for your transmog, you can you can still do that. Uh, overall, it's not one of the things about the season is is that it's surprisingly engaging to to go back and level over again. Uh, it's one of the things about the season I really like, and it's a great way. My overall non-season Paragon levels have shot up because I've been doing seasons. Because when you get done with the season, everything you get during the season goes to your main character. It, it, go, it goes to your stash. It goes to your main account. So if you've like, if you're doing the season stuff, it's not wasted effort or anything. You don't have access to your your main characters while you're doing it. Once the season's over, that stuff all rolls over. So it's been actually a really good way for me to jack up my Paragon levels without having to, like, do it. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Plus, it's... you get a Murder Bear, which makes yes, yeah. everything better. If, anyone, if anyone's curious, I posted a link to Murder Bear picture in chat. Yeah. Discord. <laughs> it's so, so yes. good. It is, a, it is a creepy little thing. So, yeah, that's happening this week. Uh, that's happening next week. And uh, I guess that pretty much wraps us up. Yeah, um, we didn't get to any emails, unfortunately, this time. Look, guys, we just have a lot of news to talk about. It's that kind kind of like yeah. that time of the year where we have a lot Galf of news to talk out. about. It's, you know. Next week, let's let's see if we can just kind of like buckle down and at least get some of these emails. We've got we've got several here and we do carry them over from week to week. So we have some here that we still need to answer. Um, and we will get to that. But for now. Blizzard Watch. It's made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch and your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience. And don't forget you've got about a week left to get your hands on our Blizzard Watch 3rd Anniversary Phoenix t-shirt. That one was designed by Noxitu. It's very pretty. You can get your hands on it by going to teespring.com com slash bw dash year dash three that's the number three and thanks for your support thank you very much ian uh again you know we did miss him this week but if you have an email please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with either podcast or blizzard watch in the subject line because we do love answering emails and we're going to try to catch up on those next week um this has been the blizzard watch i really wanted to get to that's okay yeah we'll just carry it over it's okay 
this is the thing with the alpha the alpha just takes up mm-hmm. that much time it's a lot to talk about but yeah this has been the blizzard watch podcast uh thank you guys very much for listening and we'll be here next week 